Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, let's do a podcast. This is what they tell us. Al... What is up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, earlier in the program, we were talking about Gio uh, told us that he inherited a bunch of uh, baseball cards. I know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm jealous about this because I used to be a card collector. But cool looking ones. Like he has stuff awesome. like tobacco cards, like yeah, those really old ones. Looking stuff from the 30s. And you were saying like now is a good time in the uh, card industry, right? Very popular right now. So like I do have some cards from the 70s and 80s. Yeah. I'm going to go th- I I know where they are. I'm going to and and at one point many years ago a friend of mine who was into cards separated them for me as to like these are potentially good ones and so, as opposed to the common cards. Yeah, so I know I have those on top. So I did Google cuz I was like how do I know what's what? So I googled like uh most uh what did I google? Um most valuable? Most valuable cards from the 1970s and 1980s. Okay. And a list came up with pictures of them and things. So I was the like, 80s right. is not great, right? Not great. There's only like a handful, I believe, because they made way too many yeah. cards back then. But um, I'm going to take a look at them. That is something I'm going to look at. And uh, But I am somewhat interested in them because, I, like you said, like now seems to be a time when everyone is into it. I have two cards, and I've told you this. The only two, and it bothers me, like you can't imagine because I can't find them. I have an Ernie Banks card and a Hank Aaron card, both from somewhere in the 60s. I don't remember exactly what year. I don't remember. I haven't seen the cards in 10 years, but I kept them in an envelope and in, in plastic to save the, to be safe, and, and I can't find them. And I feel They're like very an, safe. And now is the time. And I, don't, and I remember when I got them, my father gave me the Ernie Banks one, the Henry Aaron one I bought when I remember saving my money. I bought it at the hobby shop in Matawan when I was 13 years old. And I think I spent back then, 13 years, I was 13, so 1987, I think I spent $95 on it. Now, I'm not saying that that's worth thousands of dollars, but it might be worth 150 200 bucks now. And I'm not saying I get rid of it either, but I'd like to find it. Time to cash it in, Jerry. Well, maybe, but I, I don't know where it is. I'm not turning in any of my Dave Kingman cards. Those I'm keeping. Those are not worth anything. What? Yeah, that's, Says I'm sorry. Who? Um, the industry. Yeah, I'm going... <laughs> The entire industry said. <laughs> but what's funny, too, is the fact that that came up on the show today and, and Gio was wondering what to do with them. Like, the amount of people that just work here that came up to me like, oh, I, sure. I do this on the side. Yeah. Everyone does it A on the side? A lot of the guys do, yeah. It's really become quite popular. I know Monzo does it. I had You're to stop following right him now. on Twitter because all he was doing was tweeting out different cards. Yeah, it's too much. But he seemed to be into the newer cards. Like he'd he have is. like a Joe Burrow card. So, and I don't understand it completely because yeah. I'm just not that interested. Like I was going to do it with him. We we actually talked about. Is that it. right? Yeah, because you know it's just a little extra money to get started. That I'm just not interested in it. Yeah. So the way I understand it is that they just have. Um, you can buy different packs, and they will have rare cards in them, and they're numbered. So it could be a Joe Burrow one of 100. That's it. They ain't making anymore. So people are looking for them. And then you can unbox on YouTube and people can buy. It's the whole thing is. I don't know. Yeah, I used to collect football cards as well, even though those weren't as cool for whatever reason. Yeah, not much value. Hockey and and basketball, nothing. The basketball cards used to be skinny. Yeah, was that true? Tiny, skinny cards, because I guess the guys were tall, Jerry. I'm sure a Jordan rookie card is worth a lot of money, but most of them are 
Nothing. Right. Like a Bernard King card is worth nothing. Nothing. I you don't hear think that, Bernard anyway. King? Your cards are worth diddly squat. You're Bernard King. That don't impress Press me much. much. Ooh, exactly. Ooh. Now, when I was growing up, I also collected, they used to have uh, movie cards. Mm-hmm. Like I had King Kong cards from the 1976 movie. Okay. There were Three's Company cards. Really? Yeah. Mr. Roper? Um, you could get a Jim Minton rookie Mr. Roper. Mr. Furley. Mr. What about Furley. a Larry one? The Larry one, yep. That's cool. Jack, Chrissy, Cindy? Janet, Cindy. Collect them all, Jerry, in Jim Minton condition. You could put it on flex pay. Who was the one between, with Cindy, Chrissy, Chrissy. who was the other one? Oh, like Another no, blonde guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Come on. Uh, oh, God, uh, I feel like it starts with a T. Teresa? No. Terry? Terry. 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 That's it. Yeah. I used to love that show. Yeah, I love Three's Company. Collect all the cards. As a kid. I had Grease cards from the movie Grease. Okay. I might have had those too. Yeah. It was those. popular. I don't yeah, know where yeah. any where these cards are. I might have all of them. They're probably burned and burned. Gone. Yeah, tossed in the garbage. Just like I'm sure your dad, like my dad, will tell me all the cards he had when he was a kid oh, in yeah. the fifties. They're gone. Well, what happened in the, when our dads were kids? And this is why people thought collecting cards was going to be valuable because th- our grandparents, Jerry, their parents, when they left to go to like the Vietnam War or join the service, the parents just cleared their crap right out of there. And threw it out. Or gave it to the kid down the street. Exactly. Like my dad said, he used to like keep uh, comic books like in mint condition. And when he came back from the service, his mom is like, uh, oh, yeah, I gave him the kid down the street. Yeah, they're just comic books. <laughs> and who knew 30, yeah. 40 years later those comic books could have been worth thousands of dollars. He wanted the comic books. He took care of them. He put them in envelopes. Under Totally understood. Yeah. But we same didn't deal know, here. Jerry. Yeah, no, I know. Your we, kids re- collect- we realized it and saved cards that were worth nothing. Right. <laughs> right. We collected cards in the 80s when they made a billion cards. Yeah. And everyone saved them because our parents didn't save them. Right. And no one wants them. And no one wants them. <laughs> so true. So funny. Even if they're in gym and... T- then I was saying, like, you got to send your cards away to get... Yes, to get graded. But and what- it takes weeks. Right. So I send it away. How do I know it doesn't... You don't. I lost my stuff in the mail. You have to make sure that you use a very reputable company. By the way, that reminds me. Remember a couple weeks ago now, Jerry? Weeks ago now, I told you that I bought a new iPhone. Yes. Beginning of the year, hmm. January, very beginning of January, and uh, I was trading in my other iPhone, and they told they sent me back a a, a pre uh, mailed box, a UPS. Yeah, I put it in there. It was indeed a UPS, but I brought it to the post office yes. and just tossed it. it. But not just any post office, Jerry. A random New York City I, post I know. office. And some people called up and uh, tweeted to me and say, "Hey, listen, uh, this happens. Uh, if they're good people over there, they will." Uh, Bring your box right. to UPS, and who knows? In the meantime, I got a notice from Apple that said, we never got your phone. We're rescinding our offer. Yeah. Your offer's off. And if we get your phone, we'll send it back mm-hmm. to you. Well, weeks and weeks later, do you know that this past weekend, Jerry? Your phone arrived. Not to my home. Apple got it, and they're giving me the refund. Are they really? Yeah. I'm impressed. My phone must have been in such good condition, Jerry. Because I'm impressed. Because I, I take care of my... It worked. My wife is soon to be an ex-iPhone user. Is that right? Furious. She's the leaving iPhone? She's signing with... Very uh, unhappy with her phone right now. She's signing with Samsung? Uh, I'm trying to get her to come over to the the bright side. Okay. So she has not made that decision yet, but she did say to me over the... I think it was Sunday. What set her off? I'm close to joining the Samsung Galaxy family. Uh, Another update that she did, and when she turned the phone back on, half her apps were gone. And she's like, what in the hell now? Mm-hmm. And she's had, and what happened with my son's phone really still bothers her. Um, so I think she's close. I think she's close. I got to tell you, Samsung or Galaxy, one of them has a foldable phone. It's cool looking, isn't that it? That is really cool it's, looking. It says it's Samsung. It's very neat. Like it. it yeah. Yeah. You unfold it. Yeah. You know, your phone's a tablet. And it's thin. Like it really is cool. Yeah, it is very cool. It, I'm no, waiting for been, Apple to get one of that's those. That's why it drives me nuts when they're like off brand stuff. I'm sorry. Samsung is not off brand and Google is not off brand. It's right there. It's funny when Apple then takes something that was in a Google or Samsung phone 
years earlier and they're like look at this look what we just did and you're like yeah <laughs> <laughs> well congrats i think yeah <laughs> or funny. like when apple takes somebody like an like a uh a third party app that does something like really cool and then sam's and then the the phones are like uh yeah we'll do that <laughs> want to make sure it works like one of the best groups like even something simple like somebody thought to take your camera light and turn it into a flashlight right Somebody thought of that. Mm-hmm. Those are an app. And made it an app. Right. Now it's just built into your iPhone. 100%. Like they no, just stole it. The notepads. Notepads. That was an app. Now every phone has a notepad yes. built in. Absolutely. You know, all those things. Yeah. They the phones like- really are. It's amazing. So my father said it's so last night my sons each had basketball games. And my dad came to both of them. And we were sitting there. And he's, you know, we were trying to plan dinner with my parents. I haven't seen them since Christmas for the most part. Is that part. right? Yeah. And so I pulled out the calendar. I'm like, I think the only night that works is December 17th. Uh, December. It's February 17th. He's like, for the whole month? I'm like, yeah. I showed him the calendar. He's like, you need a secretary. I'm like, yes, if this was 10 years ago. I said, but you know what? This calendar Great. in the phone and it's sunk up with everything else whenever I log in. Yes. It's like I go to work. It's there. Home, it's there. My phone, it's there. It is awesome. Yeah, I like it. That's the Google calendar, yeah? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I use God, that. It's so awesome. So crazy, but. Stuff works. During the uh, program today, I had a hankering for tasty cake. I know. I'm starving too. I chocolate cupcakes. I don't know oh. why. Like, why that hit me in the middle of the show. Ugh. So I tweeted it that I wanted tasty cake, chocolate cupcakes with the chocolate icing. And then I started thinking about all the snack cakes. Yeah, I'm a hostess cupcake person. A hostess cupcake. The tasty with cake's the, uh, fine. With the, uh, with the swirl. With the swirl. Here's what I like tasty cake-wise. Do you like the yellow one or the regular? The regular one. Okay. The other one's fine, but the chocolate one is. Yeah. That's awesome. The tasty cake has the little three donuts or whatever they are with yeah. the little uh, jelly swirl. <laughs> the little jelly dots. Oh, yeah, with the jelly dot oh, in it. Yeah. The, now, that's my childhood right yeah. there. Yeah. Those, I could eat a whole box of those. I was thinking of all the, I was at, at one point a snack cake expert. Like, I could have. Talked about. I could have, should have so done. Do you like, remember Choco Bliss? Yes, you do. Because I bring that up to people. They're like, I Choco don't know Bliss. What you're talking about Choco Bliss was awesome. I knew all of them. Never got popular. We were a Drake's cake, Hostess, yep. and Tasty Cake. Uh, tasty Cake. A uh, very rarely Little Debbie. Like that was a very yeah, we were very heavy. This area, Little Debbie, was like. To I, me, I'm not a big fan of Little Debbie. I always thought there was like a cheaper type of cake, like. Like it maybe was, I just felt I just felt like they were it was more dense. yeah de- that's a good word they did yeah. have we used to get fudge rounds okay they were called they were like a uh they were like a a a, a, a patty mm-hmm. it was almost like a, a two patties and cream in the middle with fudge on the top it was good mm, I don't know those my dad used to like those but we used to eat them we had a cake drawer at home think about that cake and it was drawer. probably very normal for most houses yeah we had a, and it, we, it was How do we have a cookie drawer now. A drawer where you put all the cookies pretty in, much. Their, in their original packaging? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah, we don't have a cookie jar. Yeah. Or nothing like that. We don't open them and dump them out. They stay That's in the packaging. But like my wife at all times, because my kids and her, they love cookies. There's all literally always Oreos in the house. There are always Chips Ahoy in the house. And then there's always the sale cookies in the house. Because, you know, stop and shop mm-hmm. every other week. What's on sale could be the um, the Nabisco gra- chocolate gram uh, chocolate covered gram oh, crackers. Oh, that's nice. Could be the fudge stick, like whatever. But Oreos and Chips Ahoy, er- and not fake ones. Oreo and Chips Ahoy all the time, and then whatever's on sale. There's always four or five packages of cookies. It's very yeah. hard in my house to eat eat right. I love those things, those cakes. We used to have them for breakfast. Do your kids eat that stuff for breakfast? I don't think breakfast. But they have them before dinner, before bedtime every night. Cookies, yeah. Co- well, cookies or the or the cupcakes or yeah. whatever. Oh, so that's when they're having their snack. Yeah, cakes. not for breakfast. The worst thing they'll eat for breakfast. Um, Matthew, for the most part, has protein shakes now for breakfast. My wife will make eggs or pancakes for them every morning they want. But uh, the worst thing they'll eat if they're running late, they'll just grab a pop tarts. Pop tarts. That's the worst thing. Yeah, those eat. those are not good. They're not eating cookies and, and pastries though, like cakes. But yeah, they will eat pop tarts once in a while for breakfast. Now the cookies, then that became a whole other thing. Like I remember, we used to get the um, chips ahoy as well. Mm-hmm. But now even chips ahoy has so many different kinds. They have yeah. like the ones in the brown package have like fudge chips. Or those like those chunks, are chocolate chunks. Chocolate chunks. Yeah. 
Then I remember it was a huge deal. What about the red ones, the soft? Right. I don't like those. So that was a huge deal. When those first came out, soft batch they were called. Don't like them. The soft batch cookies. Yeah. They're still around, but yeah. They are. They tasted very chemically to me. They tasted not like Chips Ahoy. Yeah. Yeah. I I will literally, if I want cookies and I go and that's the only thing that's there, I'm out. If it's the soft, you'll you'll turn down soft batch? No interest. Is that Keebler soft batch or is that uh, Chips Ahoy makes a soft batch? Chips Ahoy makes them though too because it's a red packaging. Yes. So you have the red packaging, the blue packaging is the regular, the brown packaging is the chocolate And have you seen how many different Oreos there are? That I'm over. I'm not interested. It is ridiculous. So regular is the best. And then even the, you know... The double's fine, but then there's all these different mint flavors. Yeah, no, that's dumb. Uh, they've got, like, berry-flavored Why? Come on. Yeah. Just do what you do. Do what you do. Because you do it so well. What about the Nutter Butter cookie? I like the Nutter Butter. Yeah, me too. I do. I, I'm a big fan. No question. That's a good one. How about the Fig Newton, which is not really a cookie? Yeah, uh, I, it would not be my first choice. If I'm hungry and there's You'll a Fig Newton, I'll have one. I know Boomer likes the Fig Newton. But it's not my. It's not a cookie to me either. Like, it's not. Like, that should be, that should count as a, and I'm sure it's not, but it should count as a healthy food. That's what it tastes like. And it's not when you compare it to other right. cookies. Right. It's, so if, it's not terrible. Oh, it's not. It's not terrible. No, compared to other ones. But even that, the Fig Newton now, when you look at Fig Newtons, Same. they've got the Fig Newton apple. Crisps. Oh, yeah. Everyone's but got way too many at flavors. At least in that case, though, you feel like the Fig Newton is giving you the fruit filling anyway. Yeah. So it's not as bad to me. All right, so the Figs. Fig Newton Nutrition. Mm-hmm. Two cook. Well, yeah, I guess it is the same. Two cookies, 100 calories. and I Because th- I think an Oreo is 70 calories a cookie. What about a, the nut or butter? Is that bad? I kind of feel like that's bad. Well, it's yeah, I'm sure it's going to be because I'm, it's not great. You're not getting great uh, peanut butter. I feel know? like going to the store today and foregoing lunch and instead getting tasty cake, chocolate cupcakes, and a package of nut or butters and just go to town and then lay down. <laughs> Remember when I told you I wanted to check out a life for a little while? Yes. I might just do that. Tasty cakes, nutter butters, devil dogs, which I always love, uh, and then just go right to bed. Nutter butters are approximately sixty-five calories per cookie. Mm, that's not good. So still, the fig Newton is less. Is the best. I have a question. I've asked trainers this, and I get different answers from them because there are some that believe calories is everything. Yeah. If you have a 1,500-calorie diet, you are going to lose weight. When you stay under, as a guy, you stay under that 2,150 mark, you're going to lose weight. And I've said to them, what if I ate 1,600 calories of cake a day? And that's it. Mm -hmm. As opposed to the guy that has 1,600 calories made up of eggs and chicken and and eats more but eats really clean. There are some that will tell me it doesn't matter. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. And then there are others that will say, no, 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 it matters. So is it the calories or is it the food you're putting in your body? I think it's I think it's the food you're putting so in your body. So do I. I think it's a combination of both, but more importantly, the food you put in. Because I think if you ate all of your calories in grilled chicken only and or all of your calories in nutter butters. Right. And I, same calorie count. Yeah. You're going to look different. You're going to look different. Because you're talking just sugar and crap as opposed to lean protein. Yes. I'm with you. I used to try eating those out. Protein chocolate chip cookies. I remember those. The yeah. uh, the the big cookies you had yeah, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they would give me constipation. Okay, and make me farts. Make me do farts. And you were doing the uh, Metamucil too. No, this was prior to Metamucil. Oh. Okay. This is when I was just doing the protein cookies, which were delicious, by the way. No, they were. Oh my god! Any sugar in them? Yeah. Yeah. But they were delicious. But it was anything I find with the. With when that adds protein to stuff like cookies and things, they bind you up. Anything over ten uh, protein grams per treat, yeah, no good. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to hear that. Is no that, good. I mean, you usually don't don't go to the bathroom for three, four days. Otherwise, it's two weeks during the week. My God, on the weekends I go to the bathroom all the time, six times. <laughs> I go every morning, breakfast, lunch, dinner. See ya. But yeah, once I uh, go back to work. I go a couple days. That's amazing. And then if I have You don't those, feel uncomfortable? I don't feel great. Yeah. Because that's sitting there. Yeah. Oh. But I feel so good afterwards. Because it's not sitting there. Yeah. And I feel like, <laughs> wow. 
I'm so light on my feet now. Like you've got, you literally have a sausage casing of crap in you. I know. It's, it's really disgusting. disgusting when you think it of is. it. It's gross. And sometimes I'll look at my belly when I haven't gone in a couple of days. I feel like, Ew, is this going to, when I go, is this going to disappear? You'll flatten right out. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll feel so super light. Oh, that's funny. It's like when my dog goes to the bathroom, she gets so excited to get it out of her body. She like wants to run around. Get some energy. Yeah, get some energy. There's no question you feel better. Yeah. Very so true. poop today and feel better. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. All right. We do that every morning from 5 to 6, which means we'll do it again tomorrow morning. Tomorrow's a Thursday as we inch closer to the Super Bowl. We will see you tomorrow at 5 a.m. So. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. You know what's really cool about the hour, though, is if you actually went to a net game last night, within the hour, the game was over. So that's how long an hour can be. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's Wednesday, the Eddie's Kazari. What's up? And over there, Al Jarvis-Dukes. What's up, man? How are you? Good morning, Jerry. I want to hit you with a buzz, no buzz. Oh, I thought you were going to hit me with your best shot. A buzz, no buzz <laughs> to kick off the hour warm-up program, Jerry. Oh, I like and, buzz, and, no buzz. And buzz, no buzz, the way this works, I give you a topic. You tell me, as of right now, this second, as we speak, is there buzz, is there no buzz? I'm ready. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. Super Bowl. No buzz. Agree. And none, actually. None. No. It's Now, I do think, I really do believe part of that is we're here and it's there. Okay. <laughs> the Super Bowl is 3,000 miles away, mm-hmm. and I'm seeing a lot of cool stuff on social media about L.A. and the weather and what's going on, but we're not part of it. So, it's no buzz. I'm not even interested. I'm not I agree. There's no buzz. Like, I actually thought, I was like, oh, right, Sunday's the Super Bowl. Yeah. There's no buzz. No. I'm hoping I get buzzed by. Well, have a beer. You'll get week. a little buzz. <laughs> I will get buzzed if I. I don't know, I man. Don't know what's it's, going on? It's a weird one because you've got stars on the Rams, but not really likable stars. Matthew Stafford's likable, I suppose. Aaron Donald, I guess. Cooper uh, Jalen Ra- Ramsey is he likable? Odell Beckham Jr. Douchey. If you're from here, probably not. I don't know. And then with the Bengals, they're a nice story, but eh. I, I don't know. It's just I'm with you. No buzz. No buzz. No. Nope. I don't know if I blame the Brian Flores uh, uh, no, lawsuit. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know if I blame uh, everyone going after Joe Rogan. I don't know what to blame. I but just there's it's no the matchup. Buzz. It's the matchup. It's you the matchup. don't have. I again. I know the Rams have. Oh, they've got stars and Burrow and Chase are star. But it's not like I don't know. But I feel like we've had that in Super Bowls in the past where they weren't great. Teams and well, the Patriots are in every year. That's true. Or Tom Brady with the Bucks. Or Tom Brady, and we're there. Yeah, that I really suppose. is part of it. But I haven't even. I may have just I, completely eliminated. I, like I, I, we've talked about this before. That your world, if you are on Twitter or social media, your world is who you follow. Hundred percent. So maybe based on the people I follow, there's no. Yeah, but I'm I follow a lot it. of football people too, and I'm not interested. I'm just not. The only thing that I saw on the soup about the Super Bowl on social media that I actually clicked on, and I'm I'm uh, I'm sorry I did, was a. Perloff and Maggie show there. <laughs> You're sorry you did. Because <laughs> it was Perloff does the, uh, the what's that, da- the gritty? What's that? That's like a football the dance. Yeah, oh, the football yeah. show. And I actually clicked on it like Why? a loser. And then I was sorry I did. And I'm like, now I count as a view. Yes, you do. Yes, it you do. It pissed me off. Yeah. Because so, it was so corny. You added to it. I know. I added to it. Yeah. I'm so sorry that's to all that. I've seen. Yeah, it's it's whatever. And there's even the things that I uh, pictures and videos I've seen from Radio Row. There's nothing going on there. It's Monday. You know how that is. Monday That's is true. Monday a lot of the Tuesday. people come in on Wednesday. That's you know. true. Good point, Jerry. Now That's I fair. will tell you to your point. 
how many times when Joe and Evan have not been to the Super Bowl cities, which most years was, well, every year. Right. How they would say when I came back, it feels like nothing. No one's around. Your your teams are done. And everything's going on over there. And it's just very quiet here Mm -hmm. until they get to Friday. And then if you're into it, you're into it. So maybe a football Friday when you're doing cool game, Yep. <laughs> cool game. Yep, Maybe by up. then you'll be into it and there'll be a little so. more buzz. But I agree with you. On Wednesday of the Super Bowl week, not much. I also like, I uh, when I was a kid, I used to love to put on the football Super Bowl coverage beginning at like noon. Yeah, but and that's watch because it all that's the way all it was. And I can't. I can't this year. Because now it's 24-7 on yeah. multiple networks. Correct. It's too much. It's, it's oversaturation. Like, you used to get a feel for the city. Like, it'd be like when it was in New Orleans. Doo-doo-doo. They'd have trumpeteers yeah, sure. and the, the baguettes. And, uh, oh, I love getting a feel for L.A. Uh, I have no feel. L.A., I, love I feel like when I think about L.A., I, I think, think about Skid Row. Oh, I think of Santa Monica. I don't. I think of, like, You see, I don't I think, think of the, the city. Worst. I think the outer parts. I think Malibu. Yeah. I think, I, and I love, I, Santa Monica to me is just amazing. I love it out there. The whole the the pier and the Ferris wheel and all the stuff. I went on a roller coaster out there with my is son. Right? So much fun. Yeah, the beach is spectacular. You got the the the, the muscle heads out there working out on the sand. It's trim. It's awesome. I don't L A itself, eh? But I love the the ocean parts. When I think of L A, I think of uh, Skid Row. The L.A. riots, traffic. Like, I think of all the Yeah, I don't think things. of any of that stuff. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I think of the, not suburbs, I think of the shore. All right. I think of, uh, I think of Charlie. Charlie who? From Two and a Half Men. Oh, uh, what's his name? Charlie Harper. Charlie Harper. Yeah, that's who what was, I think. And Alan and that? Jake. Charlie Sheen played him? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's who I think of. They were in Los I don't even know Malibu. That. Malibu, okay. Man. Malibu. The, the, the camera pans the... The house is right there on the ocean. There was Malibu Ken, Malibu Barbie. Mm, yeah. There were all the great Malibu Is that true? Stars, yeah. Malibu Ken and Malibu Barbie had tans. We would, too, if we went this week. It's 84 and sunny every day. I don't know about that because uh, Eddie and I went to the beach and at Miami Beach. We wore jeans. So I don't know that we would have a tan. Yes, and my wife was in a bikini and I was in shorts. Yeah, and no, Eddie and I rolled You guys up would jeans. be in jeans if you were in Hawaii. Yeah, probably. I love jeans. I know you do. But you'd still get a your face would get tan like if you were I'm, outside. When I'm relaxing at home, I have jeans on. I don't put on like relaxing yeah. sweatpants. I like or sports shorts. pants. Yeah, I don't put on sports pants. I put on jeans. Well, you don't have them. I have sports pants. You do? Yeah, I wear them to the gym because I don't. Want, I don't like to wear shorts to the gym because you don't want to sweat in your two pair and then put them on the next day. Well, I have stick legs. No, <laughs> that too. So I don't want to show off my. Plus, stick you don't even legs. sweat when you go to the gym. That's true. You do like eight arm curls and leave. <laughs> yeah, don't sweat. But hey, he's gone already. His routine's over. I do not sweat when I go to the gym. Think about Because you don't work hard. No, I work. (laughs) I'm working, Jerry. Well, you don't do any cardio either. I don't do any cardio. So I'm over that. You're over that? Yeah, not interested. I don't think you could ever be over that. It's good for your heart. Not interested in, uh, in, in that. My I have heavy breathing when I walk up the stairs. I should because your cardio. cardio sucks. Yeah, my cardio sucks. That's why you need to get into cardio. Why don't right. you become a runner? Then you can gain uh, some weight. I tried that. <laughs> I tried uh, running the, during the pandemic when it first started. I was working from home. I was so stir crazy. I started running, and then I got a dog, and I was like, "Am yeah, it's enough?" And now you're walking a ton. Now I'm walking, which but, is good. I mean, it's yeah. cardio to a certain extent. No, because here's what it is: it's walk. Then the dog smells stuff for five minutes. Oh. Walk ten feet, smells stuff. Like well, I get no rhythm going. But you do a million steps a day. I could do ten thousand steps a day. Oh, I thought you did more than that. No. Okay. Most days I get to ten thousand. Well, I guess. But it's. I guess how are you going to pass that when you're basically just in your condo the rest of the day? Right. <laughs> and I have a small condo, so it's like even when I get up to go to the kitchen, it's right there. <laughs> Four steps. Yeah. I don't. Add, I don't add any steps. Hey, by the way, let me play one thing for All you. All right. Because audio, we, you have an audio. Uh, yeah, clip? I will play one piece of audio because it's it's funny in that the Texans hire Lovey Smith. Yes, so Nick Casario is their GM, and so they meet the media yesterday. And of course, at some point, Brian Flores' name has to come up. Of course, and so the question uh, was essentially: Did the lawsuit impact your decision to hire Lovey Smith and not Brian Flores? Pretty uncomfortable question to probably answer, right? Sure. Now, what's a good way to get out of answering that question? You would say, uh, uh, "Lovey, we really no nothing." You're going to say what uh, could happen that could get you out of that question? Someone sneezes. Uh, that 
or perhaps a fire. This process in and of itself is very fluid, Proceed. and we have <laughs> we got a fire. But don't use the elevators. <laughs> Not only does it go off, he does answer the question. I'm joking when I say that. It, like it didn't stop. Oh, that would have been awesome. What a way to get out of the th- I would just have somebody waiting by the fire alarm. And if there's and an uncomfortable question, I got to go. But it's funny that it was that question that it actually happened. That and then is he's answering about Josh McCown. Then if they really plan on hiring him, it goes off again. What do you say about that? <laughs> Said uh, they never made any decisions on anybody until they came to the point they came to. With Lovey so, no. Smith. Yeah. And as they told Eddie, too. Nick Casario... Found some good sound. Apparently, there's a porn star with that last name, too, which I came across. <laughs> with the last name Pops Cesario? Right on Twitter. A man? Yeah. A man porno star? Uh, well, I think it's a man. I'm not sure. I'll just say there's plenty of video out there. Is that like right? To see. Yes. Yeah. Not comfortable when you're at work on a desktop and that pops up on your screen. Right. Did you watch it? No. Oh, there's okay. women around here. Are you nuts? I'd leave that on the screen. I don't know. I went back to the fire alarms and and the real Nick Casario. Okay, so you went to the real one, not the man porno stuff. Yeah, all I searched was Casario. Because sometimes when... So I have found when searching for video on Twitter, Mm -hmm. put the full names in. People don't necessarily put the full names in when they post their video and their message. So I usually just put, like, the last name in. So I put in Casario, and the first bunch were him. And I was was going through looking for sound. That popped up. Quite graphic, uh, Yeah. You must have safe browsing checked off on your uh But it was Google. Twitter. I, I don't know that. It oh, wasn't Twitter. a website. Oh, it was so, on Twitter. Yeah, it wasn't like it was any bad website. It is weird that Twitter allows pornography. Uh, they Very do. strange. They do, especially when you're searching for an NFL GM. Yeah. They just allow, like, uh, they have graphic pornography on Twitter. Yes. This was graphic. Yeah. Right. Quite, quite graphic, actually. It's very strange that they allow that. Uh Instagram, you're not allowed to show your butt crack. They'll throw you off. Oh, is that true? Yeah, but it was Twitter, full-on pornography. Which is why you're a Twitter guy. <laughs> <laughs> you're off the gram. <laughs> oh, really? You're going to censor butt cracks, are you? <laughs> Goodbye. Al's out. I'm out. Go Al, right to the... Al, Al wants ass. <laughs> Imagine following just porno stars on Twitter. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there are people that do that. Absolutely. But you also got to think, like, if you want to follow porn stars on Twitter, you you like, you like and I couldn't if we wanted no, to because we, we are in the media. The most risque thing I follow is the Sapphire Club. Yeah. And that goes back eight years when they brought the girls into the show. Right. And they followed us, followed back, whatever. That's it. Right. That's it. But, like, what if I was really a fan of a porn star? What do you mean, what if? <laughs> You've got several. <laughs> Knock it off. You're so open. Let's not start lying to the audience now. So, But I could because then someone would be like, oh, Hal's a jerk. Let me see who he's following. Because people do that sometimes. Be like, sure. I can't believe you're following Ben Shapiro. Or they'll find something. But imagine if they're like, I can't believe you're following 12 porno stars. <laughs> <laughs> to each his own. I, I wonder suppose. if you could, can you lock the followers part? I think, well, what, uh, I don't know. Because then you can follow any porn star you want. I think you I think you can create private lists that I you see. have, and then you put them on a list. Mm. Do it that way. But then people can search your lists. I, I, I don't know. If it's a private list, they might not I be able to. I wonder what lists Al has. Oh, this one looks interesting. <laughs> boobs and butts. <laughs> right. You can't name it boobs and butts, or they're going to know what's on that list. <laughs> they might. <laughs> I see that the Pro Bowl drew 6.7 million people, that which is, is 6. amazing. That is 6.7 pathetic people. That's a lot of people for TV today. Yeah, I agree. It's pretty good. Uh, yes, it is. Now, nationally, comparatively to the NFL, not great. Right. But when you compare it to an NHL game or an NBA game on Baseball TNT, game. yes. Yeah. I don't I don't even know. What channel was the Pro Bowl on? Was it on ABC or know. ESPN? I didn't no watch it. No idea. Yeah, I'm not NFL Network? Uh, no, if they got 6.7 million, I bet it was on a regular network. Had to have been ABC or at least yeah. ESPN. Yes. That's true. But yeah, that's I'm not pretty sure. good. 6.7 million people. To watch lot. professional football players play two-hand touch and not give a crap. Mm-hmm. Also goes to show when was it on? I don't even know that Sunday either. Sunday at some Sunday point. afternoon, right. I suppose. I guess. I suppose it was Sunday afternoon. Don't know. Don't care. Six point seven million people though, Jerry. We were not part of the six point seven million. We were not, but uh, Kyler Murray was part of the game. 
Yeah. And uh, still no word on why he scrubbed the Arizona Cardinals off of his social media. And, in fact, they caught up with his agent who also declined to comment. Cool. So we still Maybe don't know, Maybe he's in a contract Jerry. beef. Who knows? Well, he has one year left. Maybe he uh, wants an extension yeah, or wants to be traded. That's what I hear is that he – my sources, Jerry, are telling me he wants an extension. You talked to Boomer yesterday? <laughs> what sources? It's Twitter. Tiki's here. Is it Tiki? It wasn't Tiki. I'm trying to. Oh, Twitter was your Twitter. sources? When I was in between uh, following porn stars, I was like, let me see what's going on with this Kyler Murray social media cleanse <laughs> situation. See if I could get an answer to this. Yeah. So it's interesting. I'm going to keep an eye out on it, Jerry. Do you think that's the red hot topic in Phoenix and yes. sports radio out 100%, there? 100%. Yes. Has to, well, this, Has to but, be. But remember the Suns. What about them? The Suns are arguably the best team in the NBA. Is that right? So I don't. One, so let's put it this way. Knicks, let's say the Knicks were right now, uh, let's say they played, I don't know, 55 games. Let's say the Knicks were 46 and 9 right now. All right, so the Knicks are on a roll. We're looking now, at the playoffs. And you know what a Knicks town this is. When they're doing well, the Knicks, they really do. They take over and people call and, Correct. and Boomer and G want to talk about them and it is red hot. Let's say the Knicks are 46 and 9 and last night they beat the Warriors. Pretty good, right? Pretty good. But you had the same thing going on with uh, Daniel Jones. He's not doesn't have the same cachet as Kyler right. Murray. Who? Give me someone on the Jets or the J- Zach Wilson. Okay, Zach Wilson. And Zach That's Wilson fair. did this. Are we spending four hours on Zach Wilson, or no. is Zach Wilson just a a part of the show? Part of the show. So that's why I wonder if Kyler Murray is twenty four seven out there, or do the Suns get a good piece of the action? I think the Suns get a good piece of the action. You think people are talking Suns out there? I do. Yeah, I do. Phoenix sports. Because they're good, man. They got a lot of really good players. They're one of, if not the best team in the NBA. Yeah, I think so. All right. I think so. Jerry, for the audience, because I'm very familiar with the the Suns, who's their top player? Devin Booker. Devin Booker. Chris Paul, you've heard of him. Chris Paul, I know him. DeAndre Ayton, you've heard of him. I have. So I got a lot of players. So, uh, yes, they're a very good, very good team. Maybe you actually want to watch them. The Suns? They're fun to watch, too. Up and down right? the floor, a lot of threes, but they're good at it, kind of like the Warriors. It's a fun... We went to... You even... think they sell out out there? Oh, my God, yes. They sell out. They're like 45 and 10. Oh. Yes, they sell out. I went to a game there when the Super Bowl was in Arizona. I wanted... Was it the year we were with the Giants, maybe? I forget. It had to have been. Because Russo was still around, yes? Giants, yes. Patriots. Russo took us... Not you guys. Took the rest of us to a Suns game, and it was awesome. It was like a college atmosphere up and down the floor. It was really cool. No, you guys were not. Remember, they didn't like you guys. Correct. In the beginning. So you guys were not invited. But I remember I went. I don't remember who I was out there with. Maybe Burkhart still. I forget. But it was a bunch of us. And it was an maybe Sal, perhaps. It was a blast. So Phoenix Suns basketball, come get it. What about the Coyotes? I don't think they do as well. Right. And I'm not even sure where they're playing. They have building issues. The Coyotes do. Yeah, I think they're playing. I think they're going to play one of the universities. I believe basketball arena. No, no, they don't. No, no, they don't. And they're they have lease issues. Oh, lease issues. I think they didn't pay it. (laughs) (laughs) We've got an issue. What is it? You're not paying your lease. (laughs) Get out. All right, quick break. Five eighteen. Just getting started. It's a Wednesday. 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 Boomer and Geo at the top at six on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. How about better than Ezra on a Wednesday morning on The Fan? That's right. I have a question for you, and then I'm going to get a reaction from you. All right, If you're good for that. So I got out of my son's. I had two basketball games to go watch yesterday. My older son, then my younger son. I get out of my younger son's game. I get in the car, turn the radio on. And I get to Tim Cabstraw and Chris Carino on The Fan of Rooney. And there's five. I think it was 528 to go in the first quarter. Net Celtics. What do you think the score was, Al? And who do you think was winning? I'm going to say the Celtics were winning. They were winning. 22-18. You're not even in the proper stratosphere. Oh. What was it? What was it? 
28 to 2. 22, so 28 to 2. 28 to 2, so a 26 <laughs> point deficit. I thought I misheard them. <laughs> now, I knew that Harden wasn't playing. I knew, obviously, Kyrie Irving can't play. I knew Durant was out. I know LaMarcus Aldridge is out. So I knew what they were running out there was not exactly NBA level talent. But 28 to 2? Are they not playing Harden because they're trading him by tomorrow? I don't know, man. Maybe. That's the rumors, they, Jerry. They're saying they're not trading anybody, and he's had a little bit of a hamstring issue. I don't know. I really have no idea. But my goodness, 20, and then Cabstro and Carino are trying to make it sound interesting. It's 28 to 2, guys. Good luck. Did Game's they, over. Wh- what did it end up? Eh, 120-something to 91. How they scored 91 points, I have no idea. Right. But they were getting booed because, was it DeAndre Bember? I forget who it was. One of the guys... Uh, after it was, I think it was at this point, 26 to 2, misses two free throws. <laughs> Down 26 to 2, even oh, can't even funny. hit free throws. All right. All right. Now, do you have Twitter open? I do, Jerry. Of All course. Right, so I, I am going to retweet something, and this is what it is. It, now, this comes from Ari Myroff, who covers football for Pro Football Focus. I Ari just, Myroff, you yes, say? I just retweeted it. It is the Amazon Prime Thursday Night Football logo. I would love your natural reaction. Is this going to be. Oh, it looks like the Chargers shield. I think it's terrible. It's terrible. If this is legit and he's got half a million followers and it says he works for Pro Football Focus, so my guess is this is legit, why wouldn't it be? There's nothing crazy about it. It's terrible. Yeah, I don't like it. It's all like blue it and white. It's all blue, yep. It looks like the L.A. Rams. Uh, Yeah, the old L.A. Rams. Yeah. Yeah, Very it, strange. It's, I feel like it needs more color. So these games are just going to be on Amazon this I, year? I think so. That's interesting. My guess would be the games will be on Amazon Prime Video. Okay. And you'll get them locally if your team's in it. I see. But I don't know. I'm not even sure about that, to be honest. That's just a guess. Yeah. I have not. Hey, Andrew Marshan, we all don't want to cover sports media. Yeah, that's a stupid one. Um, but... I haven't read much into it. I had to unfollow Andrew Marchand, who I like to follow on Twitter, because all he does is promote his podcast. He he does love his podcast. Out of there! Out of there! I got it. So now, unfortunately, I don't see any of his um, media news, because all he's doing is pumping that podcast. And and I don't care. And the Post Plus. And John Auerand, or whatever his name is, he's got a weird haircut now. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, He's got, like, longer hair, which is odd on a man, like an older man. Yeah. Not Eddie. Eddie's got longer hair. And his... Eddie's got good free-flowing hair. Yeah, he's got free-flowing hair. And this we also like, know him that way. Yeah, this is like, it does look strange. This would be like if you took that month off, went to Arizona, came back with long hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who is this guy? You'd be a good-looking hippie. I don't know about that. No, you would. Bandana around my You'd head. You'd be a good-looking hippie. I found a article on CBS uh, Sports uh, website okay. that I found interesting I wanted to share with you, Jerry. This is uh, five Super Bowl records. That may never be broken. Okay. I used to love like watching Super Bowl. And Phil Simms' completion, is that one of them? That's not one of them. And what was he, 22 for 25? Is that right? Or 21 for 25? What was it? Because that's very possible. 22, I believe. That's very possible to be broken. I guess in this day and age, right, completion percentages, you can be 70% for a season. Yeah. So why couldn't you go 23 for? Okay, that's fine. Fair yeah, enough. I used to love when a record would happen, like uh, 1981, uh, Jim Plunkett. Uh, screen pass to Kenny King, ran it for 80 yards, longest completion. Right. I used to love when records were broken. But so these this are, is interesting. These are five records that may never be broken, Jerry, in the Super Bowl. And I'll I'll start from five down. Okay. This was compiled by uh, CBS uh, Sports website okay. yep. on the internet. Uh, number five, Jerry, the 85 Bears in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. Nine turnovers. Allowing just seven yards rushing. Yeah, I suppose. But here's why that may, here's why that's wrong. Why? No one runs the ball anymore. So that's possible, you're I, saying. Hundred percent that's possible that could be broken. It'd be great if that's broken this weekend. And isn't that and Eddie help me out, right? Didn't the Patriots turn it over nine times in that game? I do not. Or am I remember. making that up? I, I don't I remember. Could be making that up. That you seems might be ri- making that completely. That seems up. ridiculous, actually. Anyway, all right, good, number four. Number four. Uh, from that Super Bowl I was just discussing, uh from nineteen eighty one, uh, uh Raiders. Uh, Eagles. Yeah. First one I remember, by the way. Rod Martin, three interceptions. Not crazy. You don't think it's a crazy one? So that, no. Well, that's why it's five and four. As we get deeper down the list to three, two, one, Jerry, okay. they get a little more difficult. So yeah, you're saying right. both of those possible. They're not impossible. Yeah, I don't think that's nuts. Right, Jerry, let me see what well, you think. But then of... again, hold on, time out. I take All it right. back. Because breaking it would mean four. Right. 
So you know what? I take that back. That one is one dude. Yes, I take that back. That one probably is. That's a good one. How about this one, Jerry? Going to what you just said about nobody running the ball anymore. Yeah. John Riggins, thirty-eight carries. Yeah, you may never see that again. You might see thirty-eight carries on a team, but not one guy. One guy, Jerry. That's true. Try to tackle him too, Jerry. Go ahead. Try to tackle. You'd be grabbing at that jersey. Like the Dolphins tried to do. Right. Because that was the Dolphins, right? Who tried to rip his jersey. Mm-hmm. It was either Dolphins or the Raiders. Or the Raiders. The Raiders, Jerry. All right, so John Riggins, 38 carries, number three. Number two. The Patriots had six turnovers in Six that turnovers yes. against the Bears. I don't know why I thought nine. It was six. This is another one. Uh, Super Bowl record not likely to be broken. Bob Greasy, seven pass attempts in a game. Yeah, in this day and age, that gets broken in the first two minutes. Right. Yeah, agreed. One drive, Jerry. Yeah, that's right. over. And number one. That's a good one. They say number they one. They the seven times? Seven times, and they ah, won. I didn't know that. Okay. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They lost. They lost to the Cowboys 24-3. No, no, no. There's a. Huh? Hmm? If you look at Super Bowl seven or eight, yeah. I think that's where it's from. Super Bowl six. I mean, he didn't throw the ball a lot. Oh, I see first. what you're saying. Yes. No, you're correct. Next one. Number one, right? The number one, Jerry. The number one Super Bowl record that they think, according to this uh, CBS Sports uh, uh, article, article. <laughs> Washington scored 35 points in, in one, one quarter. quarter. Yeah, that'd be hard to do. That's a hard one. That is a hard one to break. Doug you... Williams. Yeah. Doug Williams was firing that ball all over the place. Think about that. I was just reading the recap. <laughs> they went down 10 nothing, by the way. Now, and so... then Doug Williams, 35-10 at the half. Now, let's just, for poops and giggles, and okay. I'm, not, I'm not picking on them. I'm not. This is for context. Context. Context only. All right. 35 points. That was, was that the first, it was the second quarter, correct? Second quarter. If I remember. Okay. They went so down 10 nothing in the first, after the first quarter. So the second quarter, they scored 35 points yeah. in a Super Bowl game. Super Bowl. How many points did the Giants score in their last four games combined this year? <laughs> 29, I think. Uh, 7, 10, 20, 26. 26. Good 26. job. Are you kidding? And the, that's really something. So, Jerry, looking at these things, which one do you think is least likely to be broken? Seven yards rushing allowed on defense, three interceptions by one dude, 38 carries by one dude. Seven pass attempts. Seven pass attempts by one dude. By a quarterback that plays all game. points. No, to the points one while sounds crazy. We've with seen the it. way you go up and down the field now. I could see actually I could see that one being broken. Right. The seven pass attempts and the way the game is played, that to me might be number one. Although we did see a game this year where the Patriots only threw the ball how many times? The game against Buffalo. You said Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl. Okay. They only threw the ball three times because it was zero degrees, thirty mile an hour winds, and it was snowing. And a rookie quarterback. You have perfect <laughs> and a rookie quarterback. You've got perfect conditions. You're going to play the game the way you play the game. I'm going to vote for 38 carries by one man. That would never yeah, happen. Yeah, but you know, maybe. But what if a guy like Derrick Henry was in the Super Bowl or Jonathan Taylor? You got a chance. That's true. I think the seven pass attempts. I really do. Out of all of those, that to me is the most unbelievable one to be I, broken. I mean, I would have said to Bob Greasy, like, dude, throw the ball. All he wanted to do was win, Al. Different times. They had Zonka kicking Morris. Why would he throw? Yeah, I saw Zonka ran for like 145 yards. How many times did Hostetler throw the to- throw the ball when the Giants beat the Bills? Do you remember? Because that was O.J. Anderson left, O.J. Anderson right. And just kill the clock. And kill the clock. I'm going to say, I don't know. Maybe I could Google it. You Google uh, in the middle I got of the it. show. I would say under 20. So let's see. Super Bowl, Jeff Hostetler, stats. Right, let's see here. I'm going to say he was Lottie Haas. Yes. This is what they called him. Actually, a lot more than, wow, he was 20 of 32, Eddie. The Haas was dropping back. That's really interesting. All I remember from that Super Bowl was them running the hell out of the ball and big, long, uh, you know, sustaining drives. So no, it'd be cool, Jerry, if all of these records are broken on Sunday. On Sunday? Well, that's not possible. Like one of the teams just allows seven yards. Someone on the other team gets three picks. Four. The other team runs, oh, some dude runs for 38 carries. Mm-hmm. One of the other teams, Jerry, only seven pass attempts. And one of the other teams in the game scores 35 points in a quarter. So that would be awesome. I could see that. 
which quarterback, Matthew Stafford or Joe Burrow, is only going to attempt six passes? And have four <laughs> of them picked off. Right, right. Well, no, no, you could have the other guy get picked off four times. Sure. Why not? You could. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be a while. This is going to be, a, you know what, Jerry? Buzz for the Super Bowl of all these <laughs> records breaking. If one had to be broken, if one was going to be broken yeah. Sunday, I actually think it would be 36 points in a quarter out of all of those. I'm going to say if one has to be broken Sunday, I'm going to say one dude, four interceptions. <laughs> so they're going to be slinging it. They are Jalen Ramsey, it. Jerry, four picks. Well, he would be the MVP. Then put your money where your mouth is, and let's bet a couple hundred bucks on Jalen Ramsey win an MVP. A couple hundred bucks? I'm not going to lose a couple hundred bucks. All right, do an out bet. $8. <laughs> I'm going to bet $5. Uh, quick break. 25 in front of six. Boomer and Geo at six. It's Wednesday on The Fan. Say it. You think this was about the book Tom Sawyer? I have no idea. The I actually watched the Tom documentary Sawyer? on these guys, too, and I'm still not sure what the song's about. More about the drummer whose life was turned upside down. Well, not the documentary isn't about him, but a big portion of it was towards Real the cute. end. Yeah. What, what happened he, to him? Uh, oh, I know he lost, passed. He lost a child, and oh, then I believe goodness. his wife died after that. Holy moly. And then he just lost it. Really? Which I... I get. This was after he was famous from yeah. being in Rush. Yeah, if I yeah, I even I saw the documentary a few years ago. But if I remember it correctly, it was they were very successful. It was definitely into their run, and he lost his child, and then his wife passed away. I believe. My goodness, I believe. I gotta double check that too. Modern, I hate when you ask me things on the fly. A modern day warrior, mean mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean mean pride. Is that the lyrics? Uh, sounds good. Bum, 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 Let's go with that. Jerry, there's a beef situation brewing, and I uh, just found this out thanks to alert Twitter follower Rob Reinhardt sent this to me. Uh, the seven line, this involves this involves three people, Jerry. This involves a WFAN nighttime host, Keith McPherson. This involves the seven line, who does the uh, Mets stuff, and this involves Mr. Howie Rose. Hi, I'm Howie Rose. Hi. How did you know I was going to say Howie Rose? Were you aware of this already? How do you see this? You don't even on social media. Fleeks told me. Is that right? Hmm. So uh, Rob Reinhardt brings it to my attention, but the Seven Line tweeted a quote from Mr. Keith McPherson about the Mets' old-timers day. And Keith McPherson is a Yankee fan. Correct. Keith McPherson is a Yankee fan, but this is, uh, I guess the Mets announced yesterday they're doing an old-timers day. Yes, they did. This season, I believe August 27th is the day. I brought that up at 9.30, you know, after, um, who was on? Yesterday? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, after Brandon was in here. Oh, okay. And I brought that up. I I didn't have much time. But, hey, the Mets just announced this. And it was it was it was met like a fart in the wind. No yeah. one seemed to care. <laughs> no one cared. But I thought it was really cool that after however many years, twenty something years, they're bringing it back. I thought it was great. Okay. So Keith McPherson said, "Quote and this quote is according to the Seven Line, and I trust them to quote correctly. Quote: I'm tired of the Mets trying to one up the Yankees. The Mets are trying to be the Yankees. It's corny. Mets do your own stuff." To which Mister Howie Rose verified account said. This is a particularly uninformed, ignorant, and ridiculous take. It is. I don't disagree with that. The Mets have staged Old Timers Day since their first season in 1962. Eventually, it ceased to be an annual event, but their fans have clamored for its return. One up the Yankees? How? Get a clue. Yeah. Oh, I don't think he's wrong. I mean, I you know, I... I like Keith, but this was a stupid comment. Bad take. Well, it is because it was something that they did for years and years, and it's something, quite frankly, I think every team should do. And you don't have to do it every year. Old timers, that I love it. But I think if you do it once every couple of years, I think the fans love it. It's really cool to see those guys out there, even if they, you know, <laughs> they're like way heavier and older. And but they're still who they are. It's fun. Even like even the Yankee one when the guys can't play anymore because they get to a certain age. Like when Yogi would still show up for it when he was back in the good graces of the Steinbrenners. It was neat to see them in uniform and out there. So I think he's wrong about that. This is not like they're just uh, copying the Yankees. It's something they did a long time ago. I did see there's a little controversy in whether or not the Mets will invite Lenny Dykstra. Your guy! Um, not Lenny Dykstra, but Jared Washburn. Not, is that his name? No, Evan Washburn. Evan Washburn. Right, sorry. He's out at the Super Bowl. We just yes. saw him on TV. His hair looked perfect. His hair is perfect. 
It's like um, the, so what about Lenny Dykstra? Lenny Dykstra saying that the Mets are not sure about the, inviting Lenny Dykstra because, of course, uh, Ron Darling will be there, and he's fighting with been fighting with Ron Darling. Also, he's fighting been, with everybody. He's had a bit of a crazy uh, past no. couple <laughs> past couple of years. Lenny? Yeah, Lenny. You're talking the same guy. It's funny you mentioned that about what they look like because they have a picture of Lenny. They have them side by side. This yeah. news story I saw. One picture is Lenny after he hit that home run in the playoffs mm-hmm. where he's coming around like yep. second base. He's jumping up in that. Yeah. He's got his arm up in there. Yeah. He's like, this is a slim. Yeah. And then they got him in an, in a Met jersey, big belly hanging over. Not great. It's not great. That's where like Ron has aged well. Yeah. Ron looks so, really good. Uh, Keith Hernandez has aged well. Daryl Strawberry, I think, has aged well. And now Doc and Daryl, I did not see part of this. Is that right? No, they were not in the release. Some of the names were Andy Chavez, Cliff Floyd. Uh, I'm trying to think who. Um, ah, I actually read them yesterday. Howard Johnson, which is a little concerning. Remember, Howard couldn't hit the softball. Yeah, he was in. Uh, he he can't. He had like a hip issue or something. Is that what it was? Yeah, I remember him saying. Yeah, that was a problem. So uh, Lenny Dykstra said, uh, but he said maybe him Wall. I guess Wally, Backman, <laughs> Wally Backman, Doc, the Wild Boys, Straw, and Mitch would just party in the parking lot instead. So they might go to Old Timers Day and party. In the- you got to have those guys there. I want them all there. It would be nice. <laughs> they have had some interesting times. Are they going to invite? Uh, I'm trying to think of some Mets when I first became a Met fan in like '81, '82, '83. They're going to invite Craig Swan, <laughs> Nino <laughs> Espinosa. Is yeah. Dave Kingman still alive? Oh yes. How about George Foster? Yes. I mean, you know this. Yeah. I'm, I'm asking. No, no, they're all still alive. They would be cool to be there. Let's but they're also, there. I mean, they got to be in their, what, 70s? Nah, but you Dave 60s? Kingman has still put one on the, in the, out in the parking lot, John Jerry. Stearns. John Stearns. That's a good one. You think they could still hit the ball out of the park? I don't know about that. What I about need... Piazza? Ah, he goes to everything. Yeah, but you wouldn't want to see him out there in uniform sure. hitting the ball? Come on, that'd be Brooks. Cool. I want yeah. Hubie Brooks out there. I want Doug Flynn. Out there, Jerry. What about Ray Ordonez? I want Ray Ordonez out there. Rafael Santana. Oh, I'd love Rafael Santana. That would be a good one, too. I want Kevin McReynolds to come back. I want Willie Randolph out there. Although he might not come back the way he got fired. I want Pat Zachary to pitch it in. Pat Zachary. (laughs) Neil Allen. Didn't he have the big, huge leg kick? That's one name I don't know. I don't know Neil Allen. You remember Neil Allen, right? Yeah, big hook and a big leg kick. Yeah. You remember Neil Allen? Because that's about that time, early 80s. I don't know him. Yeah, I want Bob Baylor out there playing second base. Wasn't Neil Allen part of the Keith Hernandez trade? He might have been. Because I remember Neil Allen, like, well, remember, was when I first started watching baseball. It's got to be like 82, 80, something like that, 82, 83, right around there. I want to see Doug Sisk. Doug Sisk. I like that name. (laughs) Well, you got a lot to pull from. You know who I want out there? No, you know what? I don't want him. Mike Scott. He was a Met, no, we don't want him. He's a loser. He'd be cutting the baseball still. Total we loser. We don't want him. No, absolutely not. Get him out of there, he Jerry. He doesn't count. Oh, Nolan Ryan. Get him here, Nolan Ryan. Get him here. Although I really think of him more as a Ranger and an Astro at this Me point. Me too. But, so you're out, Nolan Ryan. He's still Nolan Ryan. Yeah, or an Angel. I, or an, yeah, too many teams, he's out. That'd be cool, though, if he could get up there at 70 years old and throw the ball 90 miles an hour. Here's what I want to see. <laughs> Nolan Ryan pitching to Dave Kingman. Let's go. Mono well, Imano. Or to Ventura, and they could fight again. Oh, here's, let's get him. Here's what you know again. what happened. Either a strikeout or a home run hit a mile. Oh, I would love to see Dave Kingman go deep at 70 years old. Remember Strawn Game 5 took Ryan? Is that right? In the NLCS? You don't remember that. He yeah. took Nolan Ryan deep? I don't remember that. Yep. yep I was yep, so yep. focused on Mike Scott. I hated Mike Scott. Every Met fan hated Mike Scott. Hated him. Had to. How could you not? And I love that move. Like Gary Carter was my favorite Met when Gary Carter was at bat and Mike Scott threw, no doubt, a sliced up baseball. And Carter either, sw- I forget if he swung or he got called strike. And he looked right back at the ump like, what's this? Ow, Jerry, my finger. I just hurt my finger. <laughs> he looked back at the ump like, what are we doing? Yeah. How about Bart- This guy's cheating. How about Bartolo Colon? Yes, I want him back there. Hitting and pitching. Uh, yes, he's got to do both. Gotta but it's the National both. League. National League's got a hit. Even though that's going to be out this I'm year. I'm going to this. August 27th. Oh, Jerry. someone's in the baseball again. <laughs> oh, I see. But only if they bring all the 86 Mets back. <laughs> all right, we got to take a break. It's 5.52. We got Boomer and Gio coming up at 6 right now on Aussie Sports Minute with Amy Lawrence on, oh, Eddie's new head coach. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. 
All right, welcome back. A couple minutes till the top. Loser Wednesday. Knicks get blown out. Nets get blown out. And if you want to have some fun on Twitter and play video bingo, just search Casario. What else? Alex? All right, Jerry. Uh, I see Byron Allen is uh, one of the names being rumored to be buying the Denver Broncos. Who's Byron Allen? This, Byron Allen has a very interesting story, Who is Jerry. He? He's a, uh, well, he was a comedian and started being a comedian when he was 14 years old. He uh, hosted, he was one of the hosts of Real People in the 1980s. Don't know what that is either. That uh, was a great show. Him and uh, S- uh, Skip Stevenson and Sarah Purcell. Old people listening know Apparently. what I'm talking about. Well, that's perfect. Our audience is right um, He ended up buying some TV stations. Then he bought uh, the Weather Channel. Wow. The, the guy's making a killing. And he's going to be uh, uh, talking about the to, to buy the Broncos. Oh, does this look like this is happening, or this is it's just someone who's in the running? I, it's looking like he's in the running. Hmm. But he would be an African American owner, Jerry. Great. What's uh, he worth? He's got to be worth a couple billion dollars, yeah, right? It's unbelievable. If you if you Google Wikipedia him, he, he has a really interesting story. He was brought in to write on like uh, with uh, Jimmy J.J. Walker and David Letterman when he was 14. Wow, how about that? I don't know where I saw... uh you 14 uh, years old and you have that responsibility? Yeah. That's awesome. I remember seeing some sort of biography on him somewhere, like on TV, a mm-hmm. documentary. It was really interesting. He's just- WFAN and WFAN-FM and HP one New York. An Odyssey station.